What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode three of Chrissy Chaos. Chris Stefano presents Chrissy Chaos. Welcome back to the show. We got the crew here. We got Homeless Pimp is on the mic sitting over there. We got Vinny in the back still talking. Um, she's, she's in the bedroom today. She may come out and yell into the mic if I say something I'm not supposed to say. But what can you do? The chaos has arrived. Hope you guys are liking the show. Um, I'm doing stand-up uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, February 25th to the 27th. Um, those are the only shows that have tickets left. Uh, the Vogel uh, in Red Bank, New Jersey, March 5th and 6th, sold out. So thank you. So Phoenix, if you want to grab some last-minute tickets, go ahead, christycomedy.com. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. We got bonus episodes up there. And the Patreon has really been getting wild. I've said some nuts stuff. Um, $25 uh, member episode is up as well. And, of course, the episodes that all the fives and tens get. So thanks for the continued support there. I've had a wild week. So I don't know what you guys have been up to, but I just closed. So for about eight months, I've been paying rent in my apartment and also paying a mortgage for an apartment that I don't live in. And I left, I've left all the electricity and cable bill on like a dickhead. So I've just finally, for the first time in eight months, stopped paying for two places, even though I was solely living in one for majority of quarantine because I'm an idiot. But so I finally, so what happened? What? I know I'm going to have a good, val well, here, you know, Vinny from the back yelled, I better have a good Valentine's Day gift. And the Valentine's Day gift is Bitcoin. So that's what... <laughs> That's what I've decided to do is take the money that I got from the closing on my apartment and put it all in Bitcoin, baby. I'm Chrissy Bitcoins. I'm Bitcoin Chrissy. I'm going into the future. And I don't know if that's stupid or not, but I genuinely, I can't take it back now. I took the whole smackaroos and put it in Bitcoin because here's what I've decided. Here, by the way, Bitcoin digital currency, um, developed by Satoshi Nakamoto, who sounds like an American kid. JK, Satoshi Nakamoto, you're a good kid. You're a good Japanese kid. Shout out sushi, shout out chopsticks, shout out, sorry about 1940s. Um, but listen, sorry about 45. Um, but Bitcoin, it's, if you guys don't know about it, I didn't know about it at all. First of all, it takes like mega supercomputers to mine it. You don't mine it like diamonds you mine it like with math equations so you probably have to be asian like it it makes sense it was it was it was invented by sakashi yoshiba what's his name satoshi nakamoto satoshi yokozuna invented this thing and the kid's a smart math kid they're just good with math i don't know what asians are just good i think it's something to do with the abacus i've tried to get my daughter to work on the abacus with her Asian friends, but she doesn't want to do it. She just hits the balls back and forth and asks me for an empanada. But it's SLOKS. Now, you know about Bitcoin, like there's a code, and if you lose the code, you'll never be able to access the money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. If I, 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 I'm just, by the way, I know I've mentioned him every episode, and I will continue to mention him every episode. I get my financial advice from Tank Sinatra. <laughs> So if you follow Tank Sinatra on Instagram, that's who I get my Bitcoin advice from. So... I don't know what I'm doing, but I've thrown the money into what I think is the future in Bitcoin. Um, yes, yeah, so there are only like 21 million Bitcoins that are ever going to be mined, but people think it's actually less because some people have mined. There are people out there in this world right now that have genuinely hundreds of millions of dollars, but can't access it because they lost their fucking password or they lost the key to the Bitcoin. So it's wild like what 
people are going through. Imagine that. Imagine you had hundreds of millions of dollars and all you needed was a password. But until you find that password, you just have to work for fucking KFC. Where are you going to hide yours? Where, where, what? Where am I going to hide my Bitcoin key? Yeah. Um, I guess I'll hide my Bitcoin key in the only place that even I can't find things, my ass. Because the thing is, like when people say, oh, yeah, I stuck the key up my ass, that's if people have a normal ass. But I have a humongous lunch lady ass, I'm Chrissy LLA, and I'll just hide it there. Or, or you know, or I could also hide it, I don't know. I, well, see, here's the thing, pimp. See, here's, here's a perfect example. Why? So... If I can somehow, I've put all money into the Bitcoin now, so now what do I do? I got my Coinbase app, but now what do I do? It's just sitting there, like, do I need a key? Like, what happens if I get logged out of my Coinbase app? Then I'm fucked? I think you're you're fucked, yeah. Wow, dude. All right, I'm going to tell you my Coinbase password <laughs> off the air. Just never forget it. Um, by the way, Bitcoin in layman's terms, just because I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm, not, a la- I'm not a layman, I'm a gayman. Um, Bitcoin, I'm sorry, dad jokes. Bitcoin is a digital and global money system currency. It allows people to send or receive money across the internet, even to someone they don't know or don't trust. I don't trust a lot of you. Um, money can be exchanged without being linked to a real identity. The mathematical field of cryptography is the basis for Bitcoin security. So pretty much here's what I've learned about Bitcoin. I've been on Clubhouse listening to Bitcoin. By the way, Vinny's, if a lot of people have been like, why are you on Clubhouse? Vinny's mad at me for being on Clubhouse because I have so many, I'm on my phone all day, every day. My phone overheats like it's a Bitcoin fucking supercomputer. It's, I'm always on my phone on social media, even though I've, by the way, I told and I've uh, I said this last week. I've not been checking messages or replying to negative stuff, but I still just scroll on my phone and you know, like an idiot, I'm just always on my phone, just trying to work and think about things. And you know, being in comedy, your phone is a part of you. But so I have been. I I secretly go on Clubhouse at night when Vinny goes to sleep to listen to Bitcoin people talk about where it's going to the future. So I've, and I've multiple times been asked to get to the front and multiple times I've been shot down by the Bitcoin experts. So it's like, what do I got to do here? I got a verified account. Let, I'm Chrissy Bitcoins. Let me speak. Oh, Vinny has just come into the room. What's going on, Vinny? Sorry. What's- you sneak out of bed to go onto social media? No, I don't sneak out of bed. I do it right and in bed. And you don't think that you have a problem? Um, I don't sneak out of bed to go on social media. Oh, you stay in bed and just like on yeah. your phone while I yeah, because you're snoring out. face down in the pregnancy pillow. <laughs> That's why we have a. Pre- she has a pregnancy pillow on her end, and I have a GERD pillow on my end. There's no room at all in our bed, and we got a queen size bed because I'm a queen. Um, so. So here, let me try to explain Bitcoin. By the way, and again, just again, the chaos, I'm wearing a Whitney Houston shirt. We're filming this on February 11th. It's going to be coming out on whatever Monday's date is, February 15th. Oh, it's going to be coming out on Monday, February 15th. Happy belated Valentine's Day. Um, But February 11th uh, uh, is the day on February 11th, 2012 is the day Whitney Houston died. So I just want to say RIP Whitney, I will always love you. You're, there's times when I wake up and I kind of, ask for a wish you know I, I i think about like wishing upon things and of course i wish for you know my daughter's safety and success i wish for my family's success but i also wish i could be whitney houston i just wish that whitney houston would come back as a ghost and then go inside my body because i want to be whitney houston's bodyguard i want to be the new kevin costner for whitney houston i want to guard your soul with my life i love you whitney houston and where the circle here's the circle of life where there's death In Whitney Houston on February 11, 2012, on February 13th, 
1988, 89, homeless pimp was born. So make no mistake, it was the homeless pimp's birthday this weekend. I sent him a gift that should be arriving tomorrow. Let us know if you like the gift. I put a lot of thought into it, and it's something I think you would like. Hey, 92. 1992? Are you even legal, dude? Can you even <laughs> legally be here? I've seen you naked. <laughs> wow, you're a young kid, but see, so we're in Whitney. We lost Whitney Houston. We gained homeless pimp. Half a dozen, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. What would you do as your your big day as Whitney? What would you even do? My big day as Whitney Houston, um, what's the first thing I would do? Well, first of all, if I had Whitney Houston money, if I came back as Whitney Houston, I had all her money, I would go right to Coinbase and I'd invest in Bitcoin. That's what I would do. I'd be, hey, it's Whitney Houston. I love Bitcoin. I'd write a song for Bitcoin and Sagashi Yamadudu. I would write a song for that kid and say, I want to be in your Bitcoins. I want to suck your Bitcoins. So, but I think the first thing I probably do as Whitney Houston, well, number one, what I do is, is if I came back, because I would just kind of just take on the life that I've been doing is I'd wake up, I'd have breakfast and make sure that it's under 400 calories and log it into my fitness pal app. That's what I would do. Cause I'm Chrissy counting my cows. Now I'm calorie, I'm calorie deficit, Chrissy CDC. So that's what I do once. Um, I'd, I'd, uh, I probably, even though I know they've had a falling out my one day is Whitney Houston. I think I I'd have sex with Bobby Brown just to see what it feels like. I would probably just go back there and do it just because like, I know she's done it, but I've never, I'm a hybrid now. I'm Whitney Houston DeStefano. So I'd probably do that. Um, I'd, uh, I, I put on the star spangled banner suit that she did to sing the national anthem. I would probably put that on. I'd put the headband on. I start singing the national anthem outside Mar-a-Lago and ask Donald Trump to come back for four more. Um, JK, JK, JK. Who knows where Trump even is anymore? I don't freaking know. Dude, there, who's the, there's no more. I mean, that's it. He's out of the news. It's like he was here and then he's gone. So, R.I.P. Trump. Um, but, yeah, I think those are the couple of things I do. I'd, I'd, I'd sing the national anthem um, in, in my Stars and Stripes suit. I'd have sex with Bobby Brown. I'd invest in Bitcoin. Um, I'd probably I'd get some zucchini slices if I had calories at the end of the day. And then I'd just go back to being dead for the rest of my life. That's what I think I do as Whitney. Um, Vinny's laughing in the back. I don't know if it's at the podcast or at the guy she's cheating on me with. Um, who's that baby's father? Um, um, also, um, so happy birthday, Pimpy. Uh, Bitcoin. Um, I should buy you Bitcoin for your birthday. I got you, I got you a gift, but I should have bought you Bitcoin. What's the price of Bitcoin at now? $47,000. So Vinny wanted to get a house next year, but unfortunately the money, cause we were going to use the money that I closed on my apartment with to invest into getting a house somewhere. And instead I, without consulting with anyone, I just took that and I put it in Bitcoin. I went nuts. I felt like the, I felt like literally I had the check in my hand and I felt like Leonardo DiCaprio from Wolf of Wall Street. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I just fucking let it rip. And you can only put a certain amount on Coinbase. You can only, so I, I downloaded another app called Gemini and I put the max amount on that one. And I just went absolutely out of my mind crazy. But Tank Sinatra told me it's the right move and if you're going to trust anyone in this world you're going to trust tank sinatra who's a steroid freak from long island that reads a lot of books what do you think when bitcoin back in 2013 jumped like a thousand dollars when bitcoin jumped in 2013 when bitcoin jumped a thousand dollars i didn't know anything about it because i had absolutely no money and i was living in a rat infested basement apartment trying to get myself on guy code 
and I was I was out auditioning for Guy Code instead of investing in Bitcoin. And I should have just invested in the Bitcoin and forgot about the Guy Code because make no mistake, the only one who really made it from Guy Code is fucking Andrew Schultz. And now he moved to Miami. The kid's out of here. Everyone's moving out of New York, but I'm going to stay put. I'm just going to stay put because I've invested in Bitcoin. Oh, and let me tell you. So when I was on Clubhouse, when, I, when Vinny's sleeping face down in the pregnancy pillow, and I'm, I, I'm tilted up in an, in a 90-degree angle for my GERD on the GERD pillow, I listened to this one Bitcoin, this one, and by the way, shout out my friend Don DePetta, who also got me on Bitcoin, who, who also is investing in Bitcoin, uh, at Donnie Tsunami is his uh, Instagram. I'll be staying with him when I go to Los Angeles. Uh, he's a gay kid like me, but a great kid. He's a gay, great kid, just like me. And um, I, he, he was the one that told me to get on Clubhouse and was talking about Bitcoin. And I was on, one, I got into one room where Elon Musk, who just invented, who just um, invested, I think, a billion dollars of his Tesla money into Bitcoin. So it's like, I would think the price is going to go up. But again, I don't know. I'm doing a podcast from my couch. Shout out to Love's Actional. But I, so I don't know if it's definitely going to work. But Elon Musk said, investing in Bitcoin now is the same as investing in in property in New York in the 1920s. He said everybody told the Vanderbilts that buying property on Park Avenue wasn't a good idea. Or he said a lot of people said it wasn't a good idea then, but they saw the future. He said, so what Bitcoin is, is the future. Bitcoin is is like investing in property in the 1920s. And then even more analogous in comedy in my world, investing in stocks and stuff like that in a Charles Schwab account or Oppenheimer account is great. Don't get me wrong. That's great stuff. But it's like investing in television where Bitcoin is like investing in the internet. And the ones that are exploding are the internet. So who just, who is that? Who is that? Because I was going to get to a point where investing in TV, investing in TV is the wrong thing to do. And investing in the internet is Bitcoin in the future and watch my TV show on true TV. Hold on. Let me go get the door. No, I'm, I'm going to open it. Hurry, hurry. Throw me scissors. Oh, what is it? Oh, this is my, this is my, this is my conditioner for thinning hair. I thought that I had thinning hair, but I really didn't have thinning hair. It was just the light. So that's that. And then this, this is nice and heavy. Let's see what this is. Oh, it's a little weight. What is this? Why'd you get one weight? Do you just have, do you have a client who has one arm? Wow, and if I did? And if you did, I would support them. If you would... No, it's it's the friends of the other one that's over there. I only had one before. Oh, you only had one? Yeah. Yeah, shout out, um, shout out... Oh, damn it. I already have the condition. I want to get the shampoo. Now I have no shampoo. Can I borrow your shampoo? She said no. Oh, this is Kick, active conditioner, tea tree oil, and peppermint. Shout out peppermint. Um, rehydrate your hair with a fresh and fortified conditioner from Kick to Act... Kick Vinny, don't talk when I'm doing the fake ad reads. Let these ultra-nourishing ingredients restore life into your dry, brittle, or color-treated hair. So I literally, that's how wild I am. I genuinely, I was asking my barber the other day. I was like, dude, am I bald? And he was like, no. Why do you think you're bald? I was like, because I combed my hair back when it was wet a few months ago and I saw my scalp. He's like, yeah, because your hair was wet. But I genuinely thought I was balding. I convinced myself I was balding. So I went and got literally like hair-thinning, balding shampoos and conditioners for balding men. Shout out Keeps.com. They were an old sponsor. Uh, do you, have you ever had like a fight with a barber? 
Have I ever had a fight with a barber? The thing is, the barbers that I go to in Bay Ridge, you don't want to fight with them because they will shoot you in the back of the head right then and there. But I've, I've never had a fight actually with a barber. But I did see a guy once walk out of a haircut with half his haircut because he... You too? That happened to me. What? Wait, so you had half your haircut left? What happened? Because the guy got really mad because I said, can you even it out? And he kept saying, say one more thing. What? Yeah, he just started threatening me. So I just was like, I'll leave now. When you like, okay, I'll say one more thing. Can you please even it out? I was afraid of him. He's like this crazy, weird old dude who cuts hair for a living. Jesus. Yeah, no, dude. Because I, I, you really got to be careful with them because they have scissors. They have a knife, like a weapon in their hand. There's been times I've paid for full price multiple haircuts that I've absolutely hated. The only thing that ever happened to me is I was maybe 18 or 19. I used to go to this barbershop in Ridgewood called Street Gang. Shout out Street Gang. That was the name. That's the name of the barbershop in Ridgewood, Queens, or in Glendale, Queens. Did you Shout get out, a, is that where you got your faux hawk? Yeah, it's where I got my faux hawk at Street Gang. Shout out Street Gang. Um, I think it's still open. It definitely is still open because the owner um, of the barbershop, Street Gang, just posts videos every day of him fucking hammered cutting people's hair. I mean, he's like drunk off that coquito poppy like you can't imagine, and he's cutting people's hair. And one time I was getting a haircut and my barber, I forgot the guy's name was great, but he was like high as shit, cutting my hair and he zeked me. He like zeked my head where I had like a, a, and I had pretty long hair and I had like a line going through my head and I looked like I just came out of brain surgery, but he was like, yo, pa, listen, man, I'm gonna have to shave it. And there's really no other choice. And I was being an eight, I was 18, 19 year old kid. I didn't want him to shave it, but he shaved my head. He just shaved my head. It and had I had to be Hennessy. Huh? It had to be Hennessy. What do you mean it had to be Hennessy? It wasn't Coquito. It was probably Hennessy. Why was it not Coquito? Because it's usually Hennessy. It's usually Hennessy? I'm telling you. By the way, that's 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 being said by a, a Puerto Rican person. So she's saying that, not me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm saying whatever that man was drinking was whatever it was to him was near and dear to him. But she is assuming it was Hennessy. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Canceled. Um, so speaking of Hennessy... I had Vinny's Puerto Rican family clean out my apartment. Uh, had, I had, I had uh, Vinny's... Here's the thing. Let me explain this. So, obviously, I've been with Vinny for seven years. We've, we're have a, we have a great relationship. We've had our ups and downs. And... Um, but I'm always, I'll, I'll, I'm always coming back to Vinny. I'm always... The, the, the vegan Valentine's Day is for Vinny. I'm always coming back to Vinny. And when we cleaned out, when I had to clean out my apartment that I just closed on a couple of days ago, Vinny suggested, why don't you let my family clean it out? You won't have to pay like a cleaning crew, like just give them a couple hundred dollars so they could go buy Hennessy and, and, and that'll be fine. So I said, absolutely. What's the worst that can happen? I'll just have Vinny's family do it and I won't be worried. So I let Vinny's family and I let Vinny's, I let Vinny's T.O., and TT in, but TT was a TO, but converted to a TT in prison. So TT, which by the way, that TT, TT Jerry is going to be coming on the podcast as a guest. This show is going to be like Mr. Rogers neighborhood, but the, the people that are coming in from my neighborhood are going to be a little different. So the first guest we're going to have is TT Jerry, who couldn't come on today because he had an appointment with his parole officer, but he, she will be coming on next week. And that will be our first guest is TT Jerry, who just got her new fake tits. And when he got out of prison, the first thing he did was ask Jasmine for her clothes. So that's TT Jerry. 
That is true. That is true. Yeah. That is true. And TT Jerry, we love you so much. You're going to come on the podcast and it's going to be great. And you're going to tell us stories from prison and how you overcame things. And just like what a powerful new woman you are. No, he's going to talk about dropping the soap. He's going to talk about dropping the soap. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever TT wants to talk about, we support TT. So anyway, TT, TT Jerry, and then T.O. and then another Tia go to my apartment and start cleaning. And, you know, uh, I get, I open the door for them and I had left, I had left clothes there that I didn't want in garbage bags. And I put, and I said, Hey, there's, there's bags of clothes in garbage bags. You guys can take whatever you'd like, look through them, take whatever you want. And, and TT Jerry is looking through the bags of clothes and he goes, yo, you don't have any clothes from, from your girl. You only got men's clothes here. What about the girl's clothes? I'm like, she doesn't have any of her clothes here. He goes, okay, well, I'm gonna come by later and get some of her clothes then. Because I don't want this. I was like, okay. And then he was like, you know what? Maybe on second thought, I could dress my man up in these clothes. I was like, okay, take whatever you want. So so everything's going fine, and they're cleaning the shit out of this apartment. I went. I picked up the BABI. You know, I took I took Vinny to, you know, 10,000 pregnancy appointments. I, you know, I went and got salmon from ALC. Shout out, Sam, shout out ALC Italian Grocery in Bay Ridge. I went and got salmon to get my omega-3s, put it in my fitness pal app. Then all of a sudden, I get a frantic call from Vinny. She says, you have to run to my apartment. You have to run back to your apartment. My Tia just had a heart attack. So I was like, what? Tia just had a heart attack. I don't have the keys even to get into my apartment. So we're getting over to the apartment. I'm I'm there at the front door. Me and Vinny are there. We don't have the keys to get in. Finally, we get in. One of her tias was having not a heart attack, a panic attack from cleaning the floors too hard that she had pain in her chest up into her throat. The EMTs come over and they give like the EKG and they're like, you're fine, lady. But she's like, no, you don't understand, Daddy Yankee. Dami mas gasolina, Santaria. I have to pray. No, you, I don't understand. Mi corazón, mi corazón. Just yelling in Spanish, yelling to the saints, telling us to, you know, she's like, please, you know, like give away my possessions. I'm like, okay, what do you own? She's like, two chancletas and some adobo. I'm like, okay, we'll give all that away. We'll give all that away. We'll, we'll divvy up your possessions. I'm like, would you like to invest in Bitcoin? If you're going to go out, we could take the remaining of your savings and invest in, in Bitcoin. And she's like, okay. She's like, I bank with Banco Popular. I'm like, of course. And so the EMTs take her out. They take her out. And I'm thinking like this woman just had a heart attack. Like the lie, like literally we were closing 12 hours later the next day. I'm like, uh, now is like, are, if this woman dies in my house, like is now the house haunted and I'm not going to get to close and I'm not going to invest in the Bitcoin. But thank God she was okay. It was that's genuinely- That's what you think about when huh? my aunt is having a heart attack? No, that's not what I was thinking about when T was having a heart attack. I'm saying because she's fine in retrospect, I was thinking about if this house is haunted now, I'm not going to get the same value for it. So if she was going to die, I'd prefer if she died in the hallway. <laughs> no but That's T not even funny. I'm just kidding Tia was okay and then and then TT Jerry was in the ambulance with my keys in his pocket so all of a sudden the ambulance is pulling away like woo, woo, woo. and I'm like where's my keys the ambulance comes to a full spot stop and TT Jerry jumps out tits first running goes I got your keys boo and he gives me my keys and then he just runs away and as he was running away and stepping him into the ambulance I saw one of what looks like Vinny's old thongs popping out of the top of the jeans and then the door shut. No, no, no. Yes, yes. That's not true. That no. is true. Yes, it is. I didn't tell you that. But it's that thong that I really thought you looked hot in last Valentine's Day is on T.T. Jerry's ass. And I'm going to tell him to wear it next week when he's the first guest on Chrissy Chaos. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Mr. Chrissy's Neighborhood is going to be a wild cast of characters. I actually... Um, 
I actually, what we're going to do now, because, you know, again, this is episode three. What we're going to do is we, we've come up with the plan. By the way, it's going to come out every Monday now. It's at, today's Monday, 11 a.m. We're going to come out every Monday, 11 a.m. We change the day. And then during the week, maybe we'll drop a little Chrissy YouTube or a little bonus. But every Monday, Chrissy Chaos will come out on YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify. Every Friday, it will come out on the Patreon-only episodes, patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. And that's how we're going to run the ship. And once a month, we're going to do a guest. But I don't know that I'm going to do comedian guests. Once in a while, sure, but I want to talk to other people. I want to talk to people outside of the comedy world, and I thought T.T. Jerry would be perfect. So hopefully he doesn't get arrested again or die, and he'll be here oh next God. week. Why would you say that? I don't know, because he's a wild kid. Don't say that. He's not going to die. He's not going to die. Or get arrested. Or get he's arrested. out. He's changed his ways. He's changed his ways. Can he get the vaccine? Can T.T. Jerry get the vaccine or no? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. So shout out. So that's going to be that. And By the uh, way, you never finished your Bitcoin. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the chaos. <laughs> what was the point I was getting to with Bitcoin? You were getting at like it was like TV or something? Oh, okay. So Bitcoin, yes. So bit, And then the freaking doorbell ruined it. Bitcoin is... By the way, you left the door open. What do you mean I left the door open? It's not open. Oh, it is you, a little open. You left well, the door well, open. Can you close it? I'm live on the microphone on oh the show. God. Just go close it. Everybody knows you're pregnant. They don't... They, they know what's going on. Look at this. All black. Um... You try no. You look skinny. You look. You're skinny, mini. Doesn't look, it feel like it's made for criminals? What Bitcoin? It doesn't it feel like a little Bitcoin? Here's the thing about Bitcoin. It does feel. I understand that right now. A lot of people are like, "Why would you be investing in Bitcoin? Like this is crazy cryptocurrency. It sounds suspicious, and there's criminality to it. And it's probably is true. I probably have just lost my family's money. But what can you do? I'm Tampa Tony's son, and at least I didn't gamble it all on the Montreal Expos. This time I'm gambling it all on Bitcoin. Wow, so it's the same but I just different. Realize that. Yeah. Would you just realize wow. what? The similarities. Well, between me and my dad? So then leave me. I've been trying leave to. Leave me. And see if you, you can e see if you can ever get a two-floor walk-up in Bay Ridge again that has mice with 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 three fucking bedrooms. But it's really two bedrooms because the one's converted. has no windows. See if you could score that. No, you're going to be back at Sunset Park, girl. Sunset Park, by the way. Shout out Sunset Park. A very diverse, growing community. A mainly Puerto Rican community. I love it. It's flourishing. Yes. I love I love Sunset Park too. Go to Sunset Park. Google Sun. If you're not from the New York area, Google Sunset Park. Google Sunset Park. Puerto Ricans murder rate. Um, <laughs> see what pops up. I'm kidding. Like the day I had the bullets come through my window. Yes, Vinny was a little kid and had bullets coming I mean, through. I was, little, I was like 15. Oh, you were 15 years old. Yeah, and, and she had bullets that came through her window and allegedly hit the pillow. Right, but you weren't sleeping. You were out doing cocaine. Yeah, no, I was. <laughs> 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 no, I hadn't started that yet. Yeah. Vinny also has, by the way, if there's any, if I don't know if, if, um, if a healthy smile dentist has come by, if, um, Dr. Lee Harvey Oswald has come over from the previous history of his podcast. I don't know if you're, if you're listening to Chrissy Chaos, but if you are, Vinny has a chipped tooth that she got when she was seven years old in a skateboarding accident and still never fix it. And I think it gives her character. And I really like that she has a little chipped tooth. It's something but that why always- Why do you have to bring that up? Because I'm just saying, because he's a dentist and I'm saying like, maybe, I hate can, that. maybe you could fix it for free. I think your chipped tooth gives you character. It really does. This doesn't I, need to be part of your podcast though right all now. All right, so my, Pimp, edit this it out. It's kind of personal. Edit it out then. <laughs> um, so, all right. So we won't talk about her chipped tooth, but, um, but it's chipped. And if you want to fix it, okay, if anybody's stop. dentist, okay. Or the other dentist that, okay. Um, so yeah. So Bitcoin getting back to, um, Sakuri, uh, Yakamoto's invention of Bitcoin. Um, you, I think that 
the reason why I think it's starting to really catch on now, and from what I learned in these clubhouse meetings, is that, and from what Elon Musk said, is that it's going to become, banks are getting behind it now. Like JP Morgan Chase just got behind it and said they're going to consider using it as a currency. So it's really just like, you have to think of Bitcoin as just another world currency. Like there's the American dollar, the Chinese yen, yin yang, whatever, you know, the freaking peso, the euro. This is just another type of currency. It's not there yet, but it is, it's really just like right now, one US dollar is worth 44,000 Bitcoin. You know, like, so it's like, it's like, that's what, you know, I'm sorry, $44,000 worth of Bitcoin is the same as one US dollar. So it's $47,000. I'm sorry, $47,318.40 today on February 11th, but that shit changes all day, every day. So I've just bet the house on Bitcoin. And listen, maybe it's stupid, maybe it's not, but I feel like I'm investing in the future. If Elon Musk did it and Tesla, what, I can't do it? Chrissy Chaos can't do it? I'm you just, think it's stupid? I, I, I love it, but I'm kind of curious, like, how much would you charge... Uh, in for tickets in Bitcoin, like I don't get that part of it. Oh yeah, right. Like, could you buy a ticket in Bitcoin? Well, no. I mean, one ticket, one Bitcoin would be forty-seven thousand dollars. That's what I mean. I hate fractions. I'm already out. Yeah, yeah. So here's 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 what we're gonna do. If you really want to be a baller, then on Patreon.com/slash/ChristyComedy, give me your bitcoins. If you own a Bitcoin, give it to me, and I'll I'll let you see my ass. Um, um, so. I want to get to the Anxiety Tuesday health, mental health segment part of the show, which I, I love so much. I, lo I hope you guys like this Anxiety Tuesday segment. I like it, even if it's not as funny at, at times. I just think like it's, you know, I try to, because I've been help, you know, trying to battle. I've been battling with anxiety my whole life. So I like trying to give tips. And by the way, I know episode two at parts was a fucking snoozer. At least Vinny says at times it was a snoozer. I know. So that's why I'm going wild. And the next episode, I'm going to be interviewing a transgender person. So that's how we, that's how Chrissy Cass bounces right back. It's you think it's a snoozer and I say, cut your dicks off. That's my guest. I'm going to, I'm going to interview my guest with his own dick. <laughs> so, so what I want to talk about today is something that that's really helped me is, is transcendental meditation, TM. So I, again, just like when I went crazy at Bitcoin, I took a course that costs $1,000 for them to sit down and tell me to just take deep breaths in for 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off every day, and I could be the next Jerry Seinfeld or Oprah Winfrey Shout Out Black History Month. So I, that's what I did. I took a course, a transcendental meditation course. I took it in New York City. It was downtown, I think on Beaver Street, which is a hilarious name, Beaver Street, um, and what transcendental meditation is, TM is, is just the definition, is a passive and relaxing process. While practicing, one uses a mantra, a monosyllabic sound, to help the mind transcend the process of thought. In contrast, mindfulness meditation, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's what TM is, a passive and relaxing process. While practicing, one uses a mantra to help the mind transcend the process of thought. It's not mindfulness meditation, which involves active awareness of the mind as it wanders and repeatedly focusing the awareness on the present moment. So that's the key difference. And that's why I like TM, transcendental meditation, since I've been practicing it, it's really helped me so profoundly is because 
when I say my mantra in the head, which I'm not allowed to say, first of all, when I did the course, like you graduate is like, you literally have to go into a room and they put like this, like they put like this, like luau thing on you. It's like, just like these beads and shit. And there's a, and there's like a picture of an old dead Indian guy and they light candles. And he, this little white guy, he was like a little white guy, like Jewish white guy from the Upper West Side. I swear to God that the instructor started dancing around me in a ceremony and chanting at me in Indian. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? I just took out my phone. I tried to put it on Instagram boomerang. And he just like was like, yeah, and then he put my phone down in, in my pocket because I didn't know what was happening. I was like, shit, but it was part of the ceremony. And then he gave me my mantra, which he said, he was like, you are never allowed to give away your mantra because it's, it's very, very sacred. So he said, you can never, ever give it away. It's like sacred to you. So I will give it away at patreon.com slash Christy comedy. Um, no, I'm kidding. I, to be honest with you, I would have given it away, but I kind of forgot what the exact mantra was. So I did like an abbreviation of my mantra and what I thought his was. So I just say, when I like close my eyes, cause first you have to close your eyes. And then for two minutes, you just take deep breaths and you just let your mind like set. You just like, let it set a little bit. And just like, don't think about anything and just like whatever comes in is fine. And then there's a little app that I use. There's a transcendental, a, a TM app. And I don't know where all my apps have went. Oh, it's called Timester. So if, you, if you're interested in TM, get the app Timester, T-I-M-E-S-T-E-R. And it sets it up for the exact time you need to do for TM to, to set it up and get into it. So you just pretty much settle down for two minutes. And then once the clock starts for two minutes, you start repeating the mantra in your head. And the, the the whole thing is to keep the mantra in the middle of your head. And sometimes it's hard for me because I have ADHD and I drink too much iced coffee. And the mantra is just hitting around like a pinball machine. And I try to think about like little hands that I can grow inside my brain to grab the mantra like a ball and just stick it in my head. But at times it's very hard. But I just sit down up upright and I just repeat the mantra in my head, which I... I'm not sure what the actual one is, but what I say in my head is She-Ram. And I don't think that's it, but I go, She-Ram, 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 silently in my head. All of this happens silently, but the beautiful part about TM is, is you can't make a mistake. Whatever thoughts come in, you allow them to come in. The only thing you focus on is saying your mantra and keeping it in the middle of your head. And you do that for 20 minutes. And I gotta be honest with you, every time I do it, I feel so much more relaxed, albeit maybe temporarily, but I always feel relaxed and always without question, I always take a shit. Within five minutes, I just take a shit. So I think it also relaxes my bowels and it's just so helpful. So that's my Anxiety Tuesday mental health tip of the day is look into transcendental meditation. Vinny tried to do it with me once and she outright fell asleep. So she fell asleep fully and I think that's okay too. My... Uh, TM instructor, who's, by the way, his name was Ralph. So it's funny, like this ancient Indian practice was performed on me, the ceremony by a guy named Ralph from the Upper West Side. So shout out Ralph. But Ralph is the guy who said, that's okay, you can fall asleep, it doesn't matter. It's, it's all, and it's Jerry's, like I said, Jerry's, so many powerful people do it. Just Google transcendental meditation, TM. It just makes you, it resets me to the point. Cause sometimes, especially like looking at my phone and like all this thing, like next thing to the next thing to the next thing, it just gives my brain and spirit a chance to reset and think about what I have to do. So many comedy bits, so many things that I remember I have to do come about in my head during the TM 
sessions. And then I'll look down at my clock and I'll be like, oh shit, I just thought of something I have to do tomorrow and I still have 13 minutes in. So then it becomes, I get more anxiety because I'm like, oh shit, I got to remember what I got to do. Well, I forget it in 13 minutes. So sometimes I'll just stop and then write down what I got to do or write down the joke I thought of and then go back to the TM. But you shouldn't do that. So that's 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 what I think. We have an, uh, an anxious fan email. Oh, you have an anxious fan email? Oh yeah. By the way, what's the, what's the email again? It's Chrissy Chaos Podcast at gmail.com. Chrissy Chaos Podcast at gmail.com. Email us your questions. We're going to take one person. Uh, we're going to take a couple of questions to show, maybe one or two, and we will pick the funniest Patreon name also, and we have that name for you. We're going to pick that on the show, and we're going to allow you. We'll pick it now, and we're going to allow you, if you can, if you have the time, to zoom in right now. If not, we'll get you on next week, but that's patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. The only way to log in to, to join those sweepstakes is you got to make a, a funny Patreon name, and then we're going to pick one, and you can have a moment on the show. Um, so this is from Kyle the Snow Money. Um, he says, what's up, Chrissy, Pimp, or whoever's running this Franks and Beans account? You talked about staying off social media to help your anxiety in the last few shows. I've only done three, but okay. But I don't think my anxiety comes from social media. I have accounts, but I rarely post or engage in anything, and I hardly think about it. I seem to always blow the smallest thing up in my head to the worst possible outcomes and freak out over it when everyone has already forgotten it. I try not to listen to the media feed me bad news, but it's hard to ignore things like COVID or a bunch of patriots liberating the Capitol because the Dems didn't listen to you and did the wrong fucking thing in November. <laughs> Do I need to sit in your lap and open up or does Steel Pipe Chrissy need to come see me in a different way? Would appreciate any advice or tips Chrissy the Prophet could give. Love the potty waddy. Much love, Kyle the Snow Money. So I think Kyle... It's, you know, you said it seems to always blow the smallest thing up in my head. I think what what is happening, and this is the thing I've said on many podcasts before, and the thing, the one thing that has really actually changed my anxiety is these two things. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. Number one, if it's not going to matter in five months, don't give it more than five minutes. I always, that has changed everything. So these little small things that blow up on your head, they're most likely not going to matter in five months. So once I learn that, I say, I get rid of it. And the other thing is to me, there's a, there's a narcissism attached to anxiety. So once I started thinking about, well, my anxiety, it's always about me and my problems and this and that. I felt like a narcissist and I, that didn't make me feel good. I felt like almost like gross. Like I was like, ugh, like I have a family and other people that depend on me and I depend on other people. Like, but I'm just sitting here worrying if like the mole on my toe is skin cancer, which who knows if it is or it isn't. I mean, I'm a white kid. I probably will get skin cancer one day, but I, I don't know. I'll put a, I'll rub a bunch of cream on it or some shit. The, as long as the baby's well fed and healthy, who cares? So that's the two things that have helped me. If it's not going to matter in five months, don't give it more than five minutes, which I, I've, I've said many times. And the anxiety is narcissism thing. That really helped me let go of like the small stuff. And also Kevin James' old special from early 2000s, he titled it, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And anything Kevin James does, I'm in for. And he got fat again and he's bald now. <laughs> this this article helped my anxiety about COVID a little bit. Oh, here, Pimp, Pimp has just brought up a uh, an article from, is it Reuters or Reuters Science News? I have no idea. I think it's, I'm going to say Reuters, even though it's probably Reuters, but I'm just going to say Reuters. Um, all the COVID-causing virus in the world would fit in a Coke can. What? So that's how small COVID is, they're saying. Like, literally... That's the, yeah, all the particles could fit in a can of Coke. Well, dude, give it, because I've been around now three or four people that have had COVID and I never got it, including the the freaking, the fucking Akash, the, the COVID bomber, the fucking, 
the the super spreading Sandra D, Akash Singh, shout out Akash Singh Singh. Um, why don't you just get, dude, just put the COVID in a Coke can and I'll drink that shit. And I'll log it into my fitness pal. As long as it's Diet Coke and has zero cows, I'll drink the COVID and save the world. Um, Yeah, dude. So, yeah, so that's what, that's what I think, you know, I don't know. I don't know if these mental health things like help, but like every week I just, I genuinely, you know, it's like one of my favorite segments to do on the show. Again, even if it's not the funniest, because you know, I, I, uh, I don't know. Hopefully it helps you. Cause it, it, it helps me. If not, it helped me. If it didn't help anybody, then it helped me saying it. And if I'm, it was cathartic, I'm Chrissy cathartic. What do you do about the FOMO? Everyone's locked inside and all the rich people are still traveling around on the FOMO. Yeah. For like rich people. Yeah, dude, for me, dude, everybody's traveling around. Everyone's going to Florida. Like every time I see a video of somebody in Florida just posting, having fun, it's like getting on a plane and going back in time to 2019. And I'm like, let's go to Florida. And Vinny just keeps saying no. So if I would go to Florida and got down there, but I'm not allowed to because Vinny said no. Can we go to Florida? No, I said you can go. Oh, you go. want me to go to Florida? Hey, you were talking about it. Just go already. It's like, it's like, it's like a knocked up when she's like, go to India, go to India. You're like, go to Florida, go to Florida. Um, I'm like obsessed with it. Just go already. Well, but just because it's like they're wide open there. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I get that. I understand the science and all that. But it's like, how is one place open and, and you know, you have masks on when you're outside and you social distance, but they go crazy. And then we're so locked down and California's so locked down, but our numbers are worse than ever. And California's especially. And we have like the same COVID numbers as, as a state in Florida that's wide open. I just don't get it. All right, bye. Like, why? Can you explain it to me? Because Dr. Ouchie Fauci hasn't explained it. So can you explain well, to me? What's can, the, I can't. Sorry. Why? You don't believe in yourself? You need to believe in yourself. <laughs> don't forget, it's the last week of Black History Month, a.k.a. Sean King Month. So we're getting, we're going black. And I want to talk about the, the General Hannibal, who was the enemy of ancient Rome. And the kid was a black kid, okay? So um, some people think his name was Hannibal Barca. He was a Carthaginian. He was from Carthage, but Carthaginian, which is Carthage is, you know, why people, you know, who are Sicilian would be like, yo, I'm fucking Sicilian. And I got a little black in me. It's because of Carthage. Carthage, which was a place in North Africa and an ancient territory of North Af Africa, very powerful, were able to repel Rome at the height of its, you know, like when, when Rome was huge, like when, cause now Italy's just like, you know, fucking Italy is, it's just COVID city over there, but Italy used to be the shit. I mean, ancient Rome is ancient Rome. And in like, you know, 183 to like, you know, the, the car, Hannibal lived from like 183 to like 260 BC or something like, no, not 260. The kid didn't live fucking, he didn't live 80 years in that time, but it was BC. It was like 200 years BC and ancient Rome at that time kept trying to take over that his hometown and his father, Hannibal's father, something Barker. I forgot what Hannibal's, what the first name was, but it's something Barker was his last name. He was the one who got it into Hannibal's head to hate ancient Rome because they had tried to take over Carthage in his father's time. And when Hannibal was a little boy, he was like eight, nine years old. His father had to make this deal with the Romans that he fucking hated. And he made Hannibal Barca when he was a little eight, nine year old boy bathe in like dead goat's blood and make a pledge and a vow on his family's life that he would literally make it his life's mission to kill all the Romans and to hate Rome forever. And that's exactly what Hannibal did. And a lot of people, you know, don't know, don't realize that like he was like the first like at least in in our like European history, the first black general to be able to repel the Romans back 
into Rome, and they never were able to take over Carthage. But some people at this point now don't think Hannibal was black. They just think he was African. But to me, it's like, baby, if you're African, you're black. Like, Elon Musk is black. To me, it's just he's from South Africa, but he's if you're African, that's what... Is that not true? I, I don't know. I don't think so. What do you mean? I'm saying I'm so celebrating African culture by saying everybody in Africa, it's... Is that not good? Should we edit that part out? I think so. That's kind of like too general. Like you can't, I don't think you can say that. What do you, why? I don't know. I don't know. Ken? Like, <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, no, I'm just saying like, I'm just saying like. I just think to say everyone in Africa is black. I, I don't think that's correct. Oh, okay. But I, but it's black. My whole thing is like this. <laughs> if it's Black History Month, like, like for St. Patrick's Day, everybody's Irish. For Black History Month, can everybody just be black? Can I just be black? But I can't. Okay. okay. But you can because you're Puerto Rican. No, I can't say that I'm black either. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say. Vinny got me nervous now. She's like, what are you saying? I was just, I'm just trying oh, to sell say it. Say whatever you want to say. Okay, fine. <laughs> Go back to Hannibal Barca. So Hannibal, okay, so let me, let. so here's what it is. You look, you look flush like you. No, you I'm that. not. It's because of the iced coffee. <laughs> so Hannibal was born in 183 BCE. And, um, you know, like I said, Carthage, which was a live important Phoenician city in northern Africa, they were always beefing with the Greek and Roman empires. But the question is now, again, we talked about this on my video of uh, the gay people in history, five people you didn't know were gay in history. Historians are kind of like racist a little bit because now they're saying that Hannibal wasn't black. So I'm like, yeah, he was, though. Like, he was black. I just, I watched a documentary about him on the Smithsonian Channel. It was played by a black actor. So, I mean, the kid's black. If Smithsonian Channel says you're black, you're black. History is marketing. It's like, it's like, I don't, you know, I always thought Hannibal Barca was the first black conqueror to repel the Roman army. And I was always like, why don't we celebrate him more in Black History Month? But I was like, oh, maybe it's just because he's too old. But then I guess it's because these people, the, the historians feel like he wasn't really black. Here, scroll down. It says, uh, yeah, like, um, you know, Nubians, Ethiopians. Hannibal may have been darker skinned than a Roman, but he would not have been described as Ethiopian. Hannibal came from an area referred to as Northern Africa from a Carthaginian family and um, be described as Semitic people. The term Semitic refers to a variety of people, including Assyrians, Arabs, and Hebrews. So maybe he was, an, he was, a, he was a Middle Eastern kid. Um, but we don't know what he looked like at all because there's no, there's only been like a couple of people that have drawn stuff and he's, he's on a couple of coins, but we have no idea like what his actual, um, um, skin color, uh, uh, is, but wait, hold on. Somebody's calling me. Let's see. Hello. Hello. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. So that was the door my daughter's school. Call yeah, I know. We'll cut it out. Yeah. That was my daughter's school calling. Um, we got yelled at. Do you have to submit the thing? Every, every, every day for it's my... not every day. What do you mean? It's not every day. I usually do it around 8.30. Every day we have to submit this freaking screening thing for my daughter's school to make sure she doesn't have COVID. It's like, she doesn't have COVID. We wouldn't send her in if she had freaking COVID. Um, scroll down about Hannibal. Here's the truth of the situation is I, I had prepared to do... I was going to do a lot of research on Hannibal... And then last night, and then I fell asleep because I got overexcited and I kind of shot my load on talking to everybody about Bitcoin. So the, so 
instead of I, we're going to just have a Chris Reed to Stefano segment about kind of Hannibal. But really, if you want to learn about Hannibal, just go Google Hannibal because I went nuts on Bitcoin and I shot my load on Bitcoin. So I'm sorry about the chaos today, but there's just a lot of shit going on. But basically, I think Hannibal was black. You tell me if you think he wasn't. I thought he was the first black conqueror uh, for Hannibal the Conqueror. He was an unbelievable military general. And I just thought I just thought that Hannibal um, would be a nice guy to talk about during Black History Month, but I didn't prepare enough, so fucking sorry. I found a little history fact. If You, you found to... a little history fact? Yeah, it's right up. Okay, here we go. Here. So this will be part of the Chris Reed Stefano segment too. In the 1830s, tomato ketchup was sold as a medicine claiming to cure ailments like diarrhea, indigestion, and jaundice. The idea was proposed by Dr. John Cook Bennett, who later sold a recipe in form of tomato pills. So there you go. Ketchup used to be medicine. Now I just eat it on my eggs, and I don't log it into my fitness pal because it's got too many calories and too much sugar. So I just lie to my app. I'd like to now... Oh, by the way, the person that we've picked, the winner of the Patreon, who... Can we email them now and see if they're ready to go now? It's Ruta Toot Toot, two men in a cute fry boot. You are the winner. Ruta Toot Toot Toot, two men in a cute fry boot. Fry boot. So you're the winner of the Patreon name. So we're going to email you. If you can get back to us within the next 30 minutes, we'll get you on Zoom right now. If not, you'll be on next episode. Um, so congrats to you, Ruta two 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 men in a cute fry boot. I've been wearing my fry boots, and it's been it's been beautiful. Um, okay, as always, forty eight laws of power segment. I like to do this little segment. This is another book recommended to me by the great Tank Sinatra, um, authored by Robert Greene, who we will try to get on the podcast. Um, I know a couple people that know him and said that he's down to do podcasting. So I was like, great. So law ten. Here's law ten. This is a good one. Infection colon. Avoid the happy and the unlucky. There you go. Judgment. You can die from someone else's misery. Emotional states are as infectious as diseases. You may feel you are helping the drowning man, but you are only precipitating your own disaster. The unfortunate sometimes draw misfortune on themselves. They will also draw it on you. Associate with the happy and fortunate instead. That's a good one. You got to stay around positive vibe people. You got the toxicity, dude. It's an, it literally, it will get all over you. You want to be around people that are positive and people that are winners. You don't want to be around somebody who's always saying they have such bad luck and woe is me all the time. You don't want to be, if you are that person, you got to try to change it. And if you're, and if you're around those people, you got to understand like their luck will, yes, there is luck, but you got to be, you know, the people are always saying how negative everything is. All they're doing is drawing negativity. I watched this wild documentary from dr stephen green about aliens i think it's called the, the, the something of the fifth kind like close encounters of the fifth kind um by stephen greer and a, a lot of people shit on him and say he's a kook and a wing bat and maybe he is maybe he isn't i mean the guy wears fucking sandals 12 months a year so it's in the and not even like he wears like the you know like the the ones with the straps on the back like it's 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 weird but he said that he and his people already communicate with aliens and the way they communicate with them is through their emotions. Like they communicate with them through energy, like through good energy. And that's how they talk to aliens and that aliens are actually just humans that are advanced. That's why they've come back every time there's been a nuclear bomb or like a big horrible disaster. They come back because they're us in the future and they're able to communicate through our energy, through our positive energy. And they actually sit around hundreds of them and they meditate and try to get on like one thought process and they are able to communicate with aliens and this documentary is awesome it's like all these different like light shows and stuff and they appear as like beings of light it's pretty wild but 
in that documentary and the re and and this is new research like the research is always evolving like people didn't know smoking was bad for you and coal mining without masks in the 1930s and now it's like we know that this is research that's coming out now where it's like this is i think this and 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 cell phones i think are going to be the things that are like cigarette smoking 30 years from now that we're going to realize like how bad 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 they were but new research suggests that bad behavior is actually contagious and the sooner you identify that the sooner you can stop the contagion from spreading that was done by harvard business review so harvard business review they don't fuck around and they said this and i'm i agree like th there's been so many times where i've just been like in my car or about to go on stage or do something and i've just been like oh, i'm gonna suck tonight or this sucks or that sucks and then boom sucks sucks or oh, i'm gonna get sick i'm gonna get a cold boom get a cold and it's very easy to be like oh that's bullshit that's bullshit it's not real but i genuinely believe that it's real so i think if you believe that it's real then good things will happen i believe in bitcoin so i'm just hoping that my energy makes bitcoin skyrocket and i can pay for the baby's college tuition with it because if not we're fucked and we're gonna have to stay in this apartment that's loaded with roaches and mice forever because i there's no roaches don't say that i don't bet that. i bet the, the house on bitcoin Ew. Um, so, you know, what's interesting too about law 10 is they gave a, a good example about bad, um, about, you know, uh, avoid the unhappy and the unlucky. So there's this woman, she went by Lola Montez, but her real name was, she was born in Limerick Island and her real name was Marie Gilbert, but she went as Lola Montez. Cause it's like, if you're a girl, like, you know, and you just give yourself like some like sexy, like Latina name, like guys are just going to listen. Like, that's how it is. Like if your last name Latin is Latina, it's like, I'm listening, you know? So that's low. Sorry. Who are you listening to? No, I'm not. I, I meant like, you know, no, I just I'm not, know. I'm just curious. Who are you listening to? Um, Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Um, Lola Montez. Oh. No, but this, she's from a book. Oh. Yeah. So she would attract men like by all these different schemes. Like she was just like so sexy and would do dances for them and just like be so positive and blah, 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 blah. And her name's Lola Montez. You're like, oh, hot Spanish chick. Yes, I'm in. And she, wherever she would go, though, she would like ruin a guy's life. Like powerful men like they would be great or great and all of a sudden their lives are ruined and it's not like she was out to like steal their money or anything she just had the thing where like she ruined your life with her presence it even got to the point of the king of fucking bavaria king ludwig in 1846 lola montes found herself in munich where she decided to woo and conquer king ludwig of bavaria so this king king ludwig was like a top he was the king of bavaria and by the and then they started dating and by the time she was done with him by the time she was done with King Ludwig, Ludwig had lost his entire kingdom and Bavarians who had loved their king now outwardly disrespected him. Lola was made a count, even through all that, he made Lola a countess and had a new palace built for herself and she began to dabble in politics and advise Ludwig on policy. So literally, Ludwig, Lud, uh, as Ludwig, the king of Bavaria, is getting yelled at by his people, He's just promoting Lola Montez to higher and higher and higher. And they even wrote a, um, a, a famous um, play about her called Run, Lola, Run, or Raus mit Lola. So you've heard of that, Run, Lola, Run. Um, and by February of 1848, Ludwig was finally unable to withstand the pressure. And with great sadness, he ordered Lola to leave Bavaria immediately. She left, but not until she was 
paid by Ludwig for the next five weeks, the Bavarians' wrath was turned against their formerly beloved king, and in March of that year, Ludwig was forced to abdicate. So he he kicked Lola out, but it was too late. He had to abdicate his fucking throne, and then Lola Montez moved to England, and then got some other guy, and then moved to California, and did some. Uh, and you know, uh, she she moved to to England, and she moved to California, and she just kept bouncing around until she wound up as Vinny on the Chrissy Chaos podcast. <laughs> That's our episode. 48 Laws of Power, Hannibal the Conqueror, Transcendental Meditation. I we're gonna have a tra- we're gonna have um we're gonna have TT Jerry on next week, hopefully if he can make it. Love Vinny. Love everybody. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Every Monday now, 11 a.m. Eastern time. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. ChristyComedy.com for tickets. I'll be in Phoenix, Arizona. Get the tickets before they sell out. Everything else is sold out. Thank you to my fans. Thank you to everybody who's enjoying the podcast. Please tell a friend. That helps so much, especially with a new podcast. Oh, and by the way, we charted. Um, we, fir- we came out number 38 in the United States. Christy Chaos, number 38 on the charts of the top 100 comedy podcast, specifically on Apple. But that's still, I think it's pretty good. And, of course, I do the podcast with Sam Volcano. Hey, babe, that charted at number three. That show comes out Thursdays, 11 a.m. So hope you guys are enjoying Hey Babe. Hope you're enjoying Chrissy Chaos. Thank you so much. We're going to be back here next Monday. As always, get out there, suck some cock.